0: I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. Welcome, Welcome to, to Burf, Burf Barf. Don't forget the half five. Hi, guys. How you been? What's going on? How are you? We're good. Okay, cool. It was really nice talking to you guys. We'll See you next time. I'm here. I read a book. I took a poop. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Is that enough? Did we do enough? Sure, we did. <laughs> did we make you some content? You guys should know that... We would record, like, an hour podcast every single day every if day. we had someone to edit it. Yeah. It's it, the editing part. It's, I can't claim anything because I don't do that work. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's me. I'm, I'm a, a problem. problem. It's me. It's definitely Lauren. There is just... it. <laughs> may, it. I would say I feel bad, but there are many things in which we do together where you're doing the hardest yeah. part and I'm doing the other part. Yeah. I know. And don't confirm it. I'll feel bad. And there's there are some scenarios in which it's the exact opposite way, so... Boy, I hope that's true. And yay, it is. I'm not nice enough to lie. To you. Oh, that is absolutely true. Yeah, we do have some exciting news for you. We have a oh, new good stuff promotional partnership with a local coffee company that we love and adore called Bella's Beans. And if you sign up now for Bella's Beans subscription coffee services with code BRF B A R F, you can get some presents. <laughs> <laughs> you get a coffee subscription, and Barf got, Barf gets a financial kickback, which we can use for our adventures. So uh, I think you also get a discount. And you get a discount. Yeah, you do. We're oh, really good at this. Great this job. Ad. Our <laughs> first ever commercial, and we fucked it up. <laughs> well, if it, it's nothing if not memorable. Also worth noting, uh, Bella's Beans is run by our two. Two favorite Granville people, oh my gosh, uh, Aaron Olber and Ryan McGuire. Yeah. So I had the weirdest dream about the two of them the other night. <laughs> was it real life or was it a dream? Because they're, it's they're the both weirdest pretty people. weird. Yeah. No, I had a dream that I was in their house because obviously they're a couple that yeah. lives together. No, <laughs> just they're, like n- us. They're not. We also live together. They're not. But they had, like, a room filled with screens where they could, like, see business tickers of how their business was doing. And oh, And they yeah. had a whole room full of toys in the next room. And I was like, this tracks, guys. The room with the business tickers where it said also printing out an inordinate amount of paper on, like, a small spoolie <laughs> machine. Me, 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 me. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Business! <laughs> is my business document. Uh, we also have uh, some other exciting news, which is that we have been joined by several new Patreons since last we spoke, which and is... Also, in particular, and somehow this like really warms my heart, uh, so as everyone knows from our last few episodes, we're kind of pouring ourselves out for money for Expedition we Ozarks. We'll get to because, that. Because uh, we, we just really need the support. It's a pretty big endeavor. And one of our patreons, Levi Marriott, increased uh, their their Patreon dollar Stannis. amount, which yes. is really deeply really high. impactful. So thank you, Levi. Thank you so much. Thank you also to Justin Mann for joining us, who found us uh, by scoping out I think rogue in West Virginia and got hooked. So sweet. Yay, That's such an odd specific niche, and I love that. I love that we're that addictive. Apparently, amazing, and then last but not least, oh my god, a couple of people that if we could go see them at, at once a quarter, we would. But Matt and Chelsea, who we met at Trans Rockies, who are an absolute baller couple, really strong mountain runners, and also the most fun people we've ever been with. We, Matt gave me the actual shirt off his back at Trans Rockies because I said I liked it. He gave me shoes out of his trunk because he said he had too many. They're the nicest people on earth. Also, I'll never forget the somewhat dangerous and wonderful drive that we had back from the bar to the camp area where everyone had, was filled with margaritas <laughs> and he did his impersonation of movie phone and for some reason I have saved it in my favorites <laughs> on my phone and I watch it like once a week. To be clear uh none of us drinking were driving we have a shuttle. No. Part of Trans rocky support. No, and I wasn't drinking because I was pretty convinced that I was allergic to alcohol again. Oh yeah, but you had just sunburned your face clean off. yeah That's yeah. all that happened. But your lips look big and beautiful, so <laughs> juicy and <laughs> cracked wide open. But thanks, Matt and Chelsea. Thank I'm gonna say, also it's signed up under Matt, but I'm, we're just making it Matt and Chelsea. Yes, so see guys. Thank you. You guys rule. So back to can. I know this is a whole lot of business for us. We don't usually do this much business, but yes. We business, are, business, business, business. <laughs> my business papers. <laughs> uh, we are embarking uh, this upcoming April in our first ever five day expedition race with Team Burf Barf, an uh, all women's four person team, and uh, so this is a very expensive, elaborate endeavor. I mean, and rightfully so, because yeah. the amount of uh, logistics, insurance, and love that have been put into creating the course yeah. and keeping racers safe, it is a lot of resources yeah. and money. It is a bit of a it is a bit of a conflict between knowing how expensive the race is to put on and also feeling the high level of privilege it is mm-hmm. to be able to do something like 100%. this. It there is a bit of a conflict there for me yeah. of just being like wow there's only a certain group of people that can do this mm-hmm. and uh, it can be challenging. So. Well, I'm not one of them because I still don't want to make enough money <laughs> yeah. to do this. So yeah. we are trying to uh, we are still in search of uh, multiple tiers of sponsors. We have three tier levels. We may have secured our title sponsor, but it's still sort of in the works. Um, But if you would like a copy of our formal business proposal for sponsorship and you work for an organization or or an agency or a company that you feel like the values align with Burf Barf Racing, we would love to propose that to you and we can send you a really awesome sort of one-pager with clickable links that explains our history, our strengths, and the incredible things we're about to do. And It'll be nearly the same level of impact on us if you become the title sponsor or if you sign up for the $1 per month Patreon. Absolutely, level. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So every looter bit helps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I like to, I'm going to go ahead and copy this from one of my favorite podcasts, which is also, or don't. Yeah. Like, uh, we love that you listen and we love that you like our content. Um, we don't uh, need you to do anything for us other than appreciate yep. us. So um, if it doesn't suit your needs to be able to do that, don't. Yeah. Also, I don't even know if we need them to appreciate us. No, you can also. You can choose... listen out of spite. You can just listen because you hate us. That would be fine. That would be really interesting. If you do that right now, will you please drop into yeah. the DMs immediately? <laughs> Let us know. I listen to every single episode and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of a podcast that I do that. I think there are many. Really? Oh, yeah, cuz someone would be like, "Oh, your favorite person in the world's being interviewed by Joe Rogan." And I'm like Yeah, <laughs> no, that's true. I get that. Uh, I was actually just having a conversation about watching TV shows with no likable characters, and I was oh. like I was like, oh, "Certainly, there's no shows I like that have no un- that have no likable characters." Tell and then me I was uh, Yes, veep. veep. Veep is there are oh, no likable no. characters. No, I'm, uh, there are there are so many shows where I'm like, you guys going to introduce a protagonist? I, yeah. I mean, a lot of trash shows are like that. Yeah. A lot of really good shows now, especially like dark comedy, black comedy, are yes. no one's likable. Yes. Also, uh, what what's the one where the family's about to inherit the money? Oh, God. It's probably called Inheritance or something that direct. I, this is my least favorite thing when people don't know the name of a thing and you're running and listening to their <laughs> podcast. But Kieran Culkin is in it. And there's not- Oh, oh, uh... Oh, God. Somebody out there is screaming God, God. right now. <laughs> it's like my least favorite. Succession. Thing. Succession. On HBO. Yeah, it's called Inheritance with Kieran Culkin <laughs> It's Succession Brian Cox. Yeah, but there's not a single likeable character in that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and everybody's a piece of shit. Uh, yeah, it's everybody's great. a piece of it's shit. Great. It's great. La- it, it is dark comedy. It's like laugh out loud funny. Unfortunately, I think you and I are too likable to be a podcast show where no one's likable. Yeah, we're not anti heroes. God. It's not very original. <laughs> uh, so, here we are just drinking our our, 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 ma- our mass-produced cider, Is this, oh, no. <laughs> making a podcast of likable things. Yeah, I mean, we're not wholesome, but we are likable. Oh, yeah, not wholesome. I will give us that. That's a good point. Yeah. At least that... Oh, my God. Did you just unplug your microphone with your cider? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going to clink you. Cling. <laughs> <laughs> it's going great so far. <laughs> um... So we started our, um, I would say about a week ago, have begun our training in earnest for our first five-day r- race, yeah. which is coming up on us a little bit too quickly. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, I am used to feeling like six months before a big event at minimum is uh-huh. when you start yeah. putting your foot on the gas. Mm-hmm. And like I will take what has happened instead, which is instead of six months out feeling like, okay, it's go time. And having it be a slow build to motivation, I feel like I've just like pulled the rip cord yeah. on training yeah, yeah. motivation, <laughs> which has been, which is great. I will take that because my motivation for training has not been high. And all of a sudden I feel like a joyful urge to just scrape off all my skin. Amazing. I've been at a relatively good-ish baseline or so mm-hmm. I thought until I <laughs> I went training yesterday with one of our teammates, Amanda Bullseye bo and we did a... Uh, a 14 mile weighted pack hike at Mohican and my flanks are screaming. They are screaming. <laughs> I can't do anything. I can't put jeans on. I can't sit down on the toilet. I'm a mess. Yeah. Uh so I I'm I'm pretty stoked about it. I I don't really have like a structured plan yet, I'll be honest. Do you have one? No. That's not like a thing that I do anymore. <laughs> I like uh just as a side a little tangent. We'll come right back. Mark Latanzi was posting about like his active number of days a year or something, and he said his he doesn't have a training plan. He tries to move his body most days and does a long thing every two weeks. Okay, so that's exactly what Amanda and I were talking about yesterday, where I was like, I feel like if I do one to two workouts a day of very low intensity for like 20 minutes to an hour, and then a heavy workout on the weekend, I'm covering it. Yeah, That's going to be my approach. We know Amanda uh, actually got uh, an actual adventure racing coach, which is... I didn't even know that existed. Sounds pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that there's a sport that you can do. There's a way to coach about it. But and it's the one and only Jen Seeger, who if you're looking for an adventure race coach, uh, she cannot be recommended enough. Everybody who has her loves her and has them has her for a long time. Yeah. And I feel like Laura has this uncanny ability to do two massive workouts a month and then be like, I am all but as woman. Yeah. I can only attribute it to her skiing growing up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cross-country skiing. She also, like, when she does a heavy workout, it's... Her bricks are scary. Yeah. Like, the brick that we... I've only done one of them, but her brick that I did with her last year, I felt like it took lots of blood from me. How... What was the distance on that? the di- I don't know if the distance was insane. It was a... I think it was a bike-run bike. But it was a... It was ninety four degrees oh. with 100% humidity, and there are so many pictures of us laying in grass with, like, lunchbox ice packs on our bodies, like, uh Totally not. Yeah. Yeah, that was gross and awesome. Meanwhile, I'm stoked that I got an 11 and a half mile bike ride in before Run Club this week. <laughs> uh, that's really impressive. <laughs> the, Made me feel like a baller. I, I did only a 12 mile bike ride when I did my brick last week, but I was also doing whack doodle garbage <laughs> I went to Alum Creek and I was like Yeah, I think it's safe to ride on the roads It was not safe to ride on the roads Yeah. So I did this weird thing where I like Bopped back in where those Like that mud that goes across the dam mm-hmm. And then went to the other side to the beach Where they used to have cyclocross races And then just did the off cambers up and down yeah. And then I went through these weird like Because they're not mountain bike paths I am I am cognizant that when the, when the trails are bad conditions I never ride them I respect the trail community, but I was on, like, the nature walk paths. Like, no one cares if a single bike idiot girl goes through yeah. there on a muddy day. I just imagine, like, a overactive child in an 80s movie montage of, like, getting up to shenanigans. Essentially the montage of Home Alone when he's doing yeah. all the stuff he wants oh, yeah. to do while alone in the yeah, like house. Yeah, like shooting out the front door on a toboggan. Mm-hmm. That's, that was my brick workout last week. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> intense. Intense <laughs> tobogganing. <laughs> I just go down the Elm Creek Dam until I hit the rocks. I have to say, can you imagine, like, that would be pretty dope. I can't believe this The is rocks are hurt. not okay. No, no, no. I was just thinking in snow, doing hill repeats with a sled, like <gasps> go up and then go down on a sled. That's adorable. Drag the, sl- drag the sled up. With like... rocks in it? it doesn't have to be rocks for sure. <laughs> I don't know why I have to make it so dangerous. <laughs> with a, with a child with in it? With <laughs> With sharp axes? While juggling knives? (laughs) So we've got our training totally dialed in (laughs) for the season. I mean, I I take heart in the fact that, like, I don't... This is hard for me to admit, and I'm thinking about if this is true. I don't know if I have had the combination of, like, will and time to train specifically for an adventure race intensely yet. I did for nationals this year because I didn't have BFC, so I had to pour myself uh, into yeah. something. So I, I d- did not. I did not for nationals this year because I was terrified. I was not sitting around on my butt, but I could. No. I was. I any motivation I had for training was only out of fear of letting my team down. It was not like to be excited about, which I feel excited for Expedition mm-hmm. Ozarks. I don't know what the deal was with that, but like, yeah, it feels different. Oh. I mean, I had some weird psycho bike weeks last year where I ended up doing so many centuries and also so many rides with corn that I ended up having, like, one 265-mile week. So I biked a lot last year. Ooh, it is it is weird to, to be training for a big race and not be able to bike outside. Like, that's something. And I yeah. really, like, especially me being uh, just not as able on technical single track like I would really like to get out there okay but consider how you fared when you went down a it's I I'm great going down on anything even if it's scary I'm pretty sure that I could jump going down, <laughs> no. I, know like, you can. I could I, do mandatory drops if somebody just told me in like four words what I'm supposed to do it's the, any combination of like having to exert, uh, exert mm-hmm. while doing technical stuff mm-hmm. is just it just breaks. It's me. like doing math while sprinting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Got it. Yeah. So I'm I'm getting to love my indoor bike trainer, which it's crazy. So I, I won a Nordic track indoor bike in Ginger Miss like four four years ago, mm-hmm. and just never fell in love with it. And I'm really I'm really just trying to foster that relationship. And it's like so dope. I got new pedals. I put the seat that I actually ride on on it. I tweaked all of the the positioning so it doesn't hurt so bad. I'm so proud of you. Uh, So I'm just gonna try and spend hours and hours doing that because I know like doing cardio for hours and hours has been my jam since college so like yeah I just need to get in that mentality of just like just sit there and watch a show and just be calm. I know that we have in the past but I think we should continue to do this because people have said that they liked it but like I think we should go through, like, what are, what are you watching, reading, podcasting, and, like, binging right now? Sure. Uh, so, this has been my first weekend of uh more indoor bike miles. And the winner for this weekend was the Great Brit- British... The Great Britain British Bake Off. B- Baking oh, wow. Show. You can even yeah. say the name of the show. Good, Good for you. <laughs> you know... You know, England bake show. England ba- the England yeah. cookie shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah, The nice, the nice cook show. Nice ladies. Yeah, so it's the whole latest season. I, the I, whole season. <laughs> that, when I was in my horrible depression last year, that was like one of the few salves that I put on it, yeah. and it worked. Yeah, Arbor and I watched a bunch of it over COVID, and then we just didn't ha- want to have anything to do with it. And mm-hmm. then for whatever reason, it was like, that sounds nice. Yeah, I burnt out on it, but I, I could go back. I think part of it now is that like I can't eat anything that they make, so when I watch it, I'm like, oh yeah, you don't get to you don't get to exchange expressions around how you wish you could reach into the TV and eat that. No, I don't. I don't have that feeling Uh, because you're vegan. (laughs) (laughs) We we both watched Fleischman Is in Trouble, and I'm about to read it because my my good good bud Katie Height read it and is going to watch it and now I watched it and I'm going to read it and we're going to report back. It Please was watch flesh oh, travel trouble. It's oh. especially if you're a 40-year-old lady. We'll set up a <laughs> we'll set up a daily Zoom for you to call in and cry about your feelings about uh, for real though. Your own mortality and your decisions in life and having children or not having children and getting married or not getting married or like the loss of autonomy and feeling cool, feeling like all of your decision making has been taken from you. Fun stuff like that. I'm not even a mom, and it really rang my bell.
1: Big yeah. fan of that
0: show. Uh, I took a break on Love Island, which is my trash binge. Mm-hmm but I've given that torch to the calm toys. I feel really bad. I feel like I was like guys like, guys, 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 guys. You know what's really Beth fun? You know what's really fun Just doing, like, a little bit of hair. No, we can all do it together. It'll be really fun. And then you're like, I'm off heroin. Yeah, and then they're, like, in a dark alley on episode 50, like, you got any more than that I, I feel really bad about that. Uh, what am I reading? Um... I am about to start Crapalachia. Have you read that? Oh, no, but you said that's like the equi- the nice equivalent of a not so good book about Appalachia. Yes, yes. <laughs> well said. <laughs> uh, yeah, S- Scott McClanahan uh, wrote a book called The Sarah Book, and I'm reading that right now, which is really dark, but my f- my favorite record of last year uh, was Quitters by Christian Lee Hudson, and in his liner notes of his vinyl, he writes that that book influenced the whole record. Oh, cool! So I'm I'm just in the soup of the of that. <laughs> I'm just thinking about all of our like media selections, and I'm wondering like, hmm, I you don't know how self aware we're being right now. So like, on my to do reading list is to read uh, a graphic novel, Mouse, that I've been wanting to mm-hmm. read for a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's been around. So yes, you know about the Holocaust mm-hmm. and a man's relationship with his. So, like, I'm just thinking about the list of all the media that we are consuming and about ready to consume. We're like, yeah, this one will make you cry. This one (laughs) is I see what you're saying. I mean, Love Island is in there. No, yeah. I mean, Love Island will make you cry. It actually, it might. (laughs) I don't know. It might. It might. It might. It might. Like, if that's, like, you'll type on paper. Yeah. <laughs> uh But I think I'd like to start getting into watching movies while I'm on the bike. So, Amanda talking about she watched all of the Marvel movies while on her trainer last year. I just... I don't often sit and watch a movie, so, like... I never do. Yeah. Well, that doesn't surprise me. I, I watch think. movies in six parts. Yeah. Because in between, I had to, re- I had to re-roof my I know, house. Yeah, but cardio. <laughs> like. I... Tell Me Lies is my current trash show And it actually Tell Me Lies is so bad I wouldn't even recommend it Only to Annie Who's allowed to watch all the trash But I wouldn't recommend it to the public (laughs) Because it's just so traumatic Yeah It's It's like And it just reminds you of like How you didn't know what to ask for What you wanted Or who you you were in your 20s Yeah And how you just got stepped on Because you didn't have anyone teach you How to tell people what you want and need Yeah That's such a Man I hope I hope that I can have an influence in the life of somebody in their early 20s at some point in my life where I can be like, look, this is my wisdom to you. Say no to almost everything. <laughs> yeah, right. Really? That would be a say no to almost everything? Filter your shit. Filter it. All right. Yeah. That's my biggest regret in life is that I just, I took every filter off and was like, "Wow, let it all in. And I wish I had not. And I think I'm on the other side of the fence going like, I wish I would have said yes to more things. We're talking about different things. Yeah. We're talking about (laughs) hero. I had this idea, like, uh, as far as like, because again, Amanda talking about watching all of the Marvel movies, I'm like, it might be nice to have like a theme for like, This is what I watch while I'm on the bike. I kind of like the idea of watching, like, Nicolas Cage's entire... (laughs) I absolutely support this with all of my being. I was just texting with Andy about something last night, and we were talking about Nick Cage, and I googled real quick how many movies is Nicolas Cage in, and it said at least 112. (laughs) No way. That's amazing. Have you seen Valley Girl? No. He's a real I haven't even seen Leaving Las Vegas. I haven't seen that either, because okay. I remember asking to watch it in high school, and my parents said no. But uh, Valley Girl... So you thought that meant never? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I watch it? No. no. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> you're never going to watch that movie. Uh, Valley Girl, is really, he's like an actual dreamboat. He has, like, bleach blonde, spiked hair, and a no leather. He looks like Troy Allen. He <laughs> looks tall and lanky and punk rock and, like, kind of moody. <laughs> I I want all all the flavors of Nick Cage I haven't seen Pig I haven't seen Pig it. is so good That's what I heard Which is wild Because it came out the same time as Willy's Wonderland Which is like a horror movie About him being trapped in an arcade No No, that's not alright <laughs> So yes, I would try and give it a go To watch all the Nick Cage movies in order I've seen Raising Arizona That one's fantastic Yeah But like Look Look at how fucking cute he is in oh, yeah. Girl. He's like a legit dreamboat. He's... I mean, he's a weird one. He's a weird yeah. one. Um, Podcast-wise, my new favorite podcast of the last few months is If Books Could Kill, which is a shoot-off of, um, well, Michael Hobbs has a lot of podcasts. Um, I think he's in You're Wrong About, he's in Maintenance Phase, and he has a new one called If Books Could Kill, which... I, I think it's great because I've read a lot of pop science books in the last 10 years and I do a bad job of not like attempting to cross-reference and research them and I'm just like this is facts yeah. uh and you know they're they're not peer-reviewed journals they're just like someone's opinion man yeah. with like some scientific fact thrown in and I've I've read tons of those like Sex at Dawn is an example of that where it's like an anthropological and scientific review of like the biological imperative of mating and how we have sort of misrepresented it in our current culture. But I shouldn't be taking any of that as like gospel truth. And, uh, I think they start with Malcolm Gladwell, which is is a very good place to start (laughs) because boy, they really hate his ever loving. And they're just like, everything that he says is just convenient for his own storytelling. And his storytelling is compelling because he, wraps everything up in a really nice little package with a bow on it, and none of it's true. Bummer. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know. But uh, they, they do several... Um, they've had maybe five or six episodes, and they're all good. I, I mean, for me, Michael Hobbs could read the phone book, and I would be like, mm-hmm, I won't consume it. Mm-hmm. I have not been listening to any podcast for probably... Well, I shouldn't say that. Armchair Expert makes a, an appearance sometimes, mm. but other than that, I haven't been listening to like any podcast at all. Just music non-stop all the time all my work day wow. uh, all the time music music my latest favorite album is uh called the baby by samia minus a few songs that i hate
1: wow. but the rest, what i really
0: love i was really really hoping to like sizz's new record and there's so much to not like <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry to say uh, I like Kill Bill. I know it's gonna be the hit, but like the rest of it, I'm kind of like meh, and I adore most things she's ever created. Uh, but yeah, that one kind of bummed me out. Yeah, I'm trying to think of music wise. Nope, that's all I got. Yeah. So yeah, we covered music, podcasts, books, media. Uh huh. Hmm. <laughs> I was going to ask you what you're praying about. <laughs> What am I praying about? Let's see. What am I praying about? Oh, like what are you putting? <laughs> what am I manifesting? Yeah, what are you manifesting? What am I manifesting? I'm manifesting that my motivation to train continues because despite the fact, and I need to say this out loud, despite the fact for training regularly for almost a decade motivation still continues to feel very mercurial where it just feels like if I look at it too hard it disappears yeah. like if I indulge in it too much sometimes it makes it more intense and sometimes it makes it disappear yeah. like just yeah so like uh, that's the thing where I just keep waking up thinking like please show up again today and I'm like I know. it's here that's how I feel about fueling right for sports mm-hmm. where I want to be like eating a lot of the like the right kind of foods for fueling and sometimes I'm just like, I just really want pupils. I know. <laughs> like a thousand of them. <laughs> yeah. I, and I like, and this I part I think will also be interesting because I don't think I have, I don't think I have trained hard and specifically for an adventure race while eating as much as I want when in whatever way that I want. Mm-hmm. Like in the past, it's always, I've always felt like I need to keep my nutrition and like Certain like you have done that in yes the past? yeah oh, I didn't know that yes like I don't think I ran an ultra like without regard to how oh much I know I was... that yeah adventure racing you said same yeah really? well I'm saying the combination of training hard and that because I haven't I don't think I've trained hard specifically for an adventure race yet oh and you're saying you have done the focus on the right fueling for adventure racing I'm saying that the new thing is that I haven't trained hard for an adventure race. While eating as much as I want to eat, because it. yeah, like some days I eat like a nice, clean, healthy salad, and like two days ago I ate an entire bag of cheddar and sour cream chips yeah. because I was like, I'm training a lot more, and I'm noticing that I'm really fucking hungry. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, I ate like half a pound of mashed potatoes yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> like more, and that's that's a thing too that um I'm trying to be cognizant not to be cognizant of is just recognizing like, I'm doing more. I need to all around eat more. Mm. Oh, okay. The next part of our weekly bi-weekly <laughs> um, podcast could be what we're training for, our races, our pop culture influences, and also we, current recipes. yes yeah. Because I've got uh, recipes. I, I cook. I'm Suck in, my dick. Oh, I've been cooking a lot. <laughs> oh, I know you do. I'm just saying, I don't have any recipes. Oh, well, <laughs> I have a hack because I have uh not been getting enough protein in because I've been trying not to eat lab meat and I have been really struggling with beans because they <laughs> hurt my life they <laughs> hurt me oh. so I found god damn it beans I know there's <laughs> that's an, what I'm praying for beans <laughs> same uh Oshi Glows is like a vegan lady who... I know it's the worst title ever. I no, know I'm just is. laughing because we're drinking too fast. <laughs> I just keep I thinking know. of... I just keep thinking of Laura's comment. She's like, make me a bean so I can fly fa, fa, far. Far, fa. <laughs> Laura's comment? She, she didn't say make me a bean, right? No, she said making bird. Bird. <laughs> make me a bird. Make me a Uh-oh. <laughs> it's because I'm well-rested. That's definitely it. Now I feel silly. Ooh, <laughs> anyway, the ocean. Osh- <laughs> Let's get back to what's important to Burf Barf. Beans. <laughs> burf Barf and beans. Bella's beans and Burf Barf. Use a discount code. <laughs> You're right, we did drink too fast. Um, yeah, Oshie Glow's vegan cookbook. Uh, I have the new dinner version, and I'm sure you can get it on Instagram or online, individual recipes. Don't be fooled by the title. The title's terrible. The recipes are awesome. Are. Everybody who does them, love them. The title is Dumb, 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 Dumb. It's bad. I mean, I hate the title of her own podcast, so I really can't say anything about this. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> she makes mashed potatoes that have a whole can of chickpeas in them so that they are like super protein heavy. Oh. And I put them in a Vitamix yesterday and they are dope. It's chickpeas with mashed potatoes? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. wonder if you could just add a can of chickpeas, pureed with like a packet of instant mashed potatoes. I, 100% you could. 100 100%. <laughs> the percent um, And she also has, if you want to, like, turn it up a little, you can make her uh, roasted mushroom gravy that goes on top, which did. And remind me, oh, she glows is all vegan? All vegan. Or all vegetarian? All vegan, all the all time. Vegan. Oh, she glows. <laughs> vegan meatballs. Mm-hmm. Mm, she glows. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Terrible. Glow, glow from the inside is, like, her th- that's drugs I know, well my skin is great after quitting heroin <laughs> You mean Love Island I meant Love Island <laughs> <laughs> So recipes, okay, so what have I been eating? Garbage, I mm. eat garbage mm. No, I eat the same breakfast every morning Which is eggs and an English muffin Although I will say I've upped my eggs each morning from 2 to 3 Because I Good. wake up and I'm so hungry Yeah, me too um, And then I like Amy's frozen meals Yeah, I do too. And I like ramen. You ruined my... Okay, what I gave to the Calm Toys with Love Island, you gave to me with vegan ramen. And herpes. (laughs) (laughs) So much love between us. And ramen. (laughs) And ramen. Is that a noodle on your nipple? (laughs) Oh, no. You're welcome. (laughs) Oh, no. Um... Yes, I do eat a lot of vegan ramen, but I also have upped my breakfast considerably as a result of training probably two to three hours more a week, which is a big jump and maybe not my best choice. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I feel like with adding, I should actually look at this, how many hours of low impact cardio I've added. Yeah. I noticed the other day I ate over half of a like, frozen pizza from the grocery store, and I was hungry before I went to sleep. Yeah. Not like I could eat more, like, my stomach t- was, like, I was growling hungry. painfully. Yeah. And I was like, what? Oh, okay. no, I didn't, I didn't, I was not saying that the eating more breakfast was the mistake. I was saying that the increasing more oh, no, than I was just pizza. relishing in the fact that eating over half a pizza is not enough. I, I never growing. eat half of a frozen pizza. I've never <laughs> eaten just half of a frozen pizza. I said over half, but yeah. I have never, yeah. Roll it up like a burrito, <laughs> like a little baby log. Pat, pat, pat. Good, good. You just drizzle some sriracha mayonnaise on it, mm, and you too cut it little for me, pinwheels. Okay. Oh yeah, mayonnaise. Yeah, I put vegan mayonnaise on most foods. That's how I eat so much salad. Oh, very nice. Now you know. That still weirds me out. Mayonnaise on a salad. It's very English. My sister informed me that when she lived in England, that they don't have different salad dressings. That she would sit down and she'd be like, "Do you guys have like?" That was an Islander Ranch, and they're like, "You only get one thing for salad, and, and it's, it's mayonnaise." And I guess mean, mayonnaise is salad dressing. It's just yeah. I mean, Thousand it's just Island weird. Is like one of the ranch. highlights of my food over my little New Year's solo adventure thing was potato salad from a gas station. It was dope. I love, love mayo f- and everything, and somehow that on a salad just creeps me out. Also, potato salad benefiting by chickpeas. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. I, well, yep. <laughs> this is my other made up recipe that if you're looking for something good and uh, healthy fats and proteins to put on some toast, that you take uh, chickpeas, avocado, and a little bit of either oil and vinegar or mayonnaise, salt and pepper, and a little maybe chopped carrot. And then you mash it all together and spread it on toast. Mm. This is my fucking jam right now. What's oh, that jam? No, it's not jam. It's not jam. It's not jam. It is a sprint. I mean, I've got two cans of chickpeas in my pantry right now. You should go fuck with that. Right now. <laughs> I don't fuck with water. I only fuck with pop. I only pop. fuck with pop. I want to talk more about training, I think. Yeah. Or maybe just like team stuff for Expedition Ozarks. Yeah. So uh Laura, Laura and I often have coffee on Friday and on Fridays and I got to scheme with Amanda about her surprise coming to coffee, which was great because the original plan was that we were going to do a team video call to talk about logistics and things to think about and stuff for Expedition Ozarks. And Amanda burst in the door. So, we could all do it in person, and I knew about it. And Lauren and Laura didn't, and Lauren I s- almost passed out. <laughs> I, I did. I screamed like someone told me I was going to Disney World, and all the blood drained from my face, and I thought I was actually going to pass out. So I just need everyone to remember that in case we ever seem really like cool and unapproachable as a team when we're all together. We almost pass out when our friends come unexpectedly. <laughs> That's the level of nerd accessibility we have. But yeah. um, it was really. Fun to have the first conversation about Expedition Ozarks mm-hmm. and really uh, working on the tangibles like we need to have two pack rafts and having bike boxes and working on the tangibles just clarifies to me how long you've been working in the corporate world. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, ew, <laughs> gross, gross. <laughs> synergy. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was nice to feel like the things to work out was not overwhelming which I think says a lot about us as a team how much we've been adventure racing Laura in particular experience like it I was relieved to find that it didn't feel like we were starting from scratch yeah. because when I think about two rivers for you and I which wasn't even that long ago it felt like we had to get a bunch of shit yeah we did like we did. between like food and the pack wraps and everything it just felt very like unfamiliar so doing it this this go around feels a little bit more approachable although for me things like consumables so like food batteries for lights mm-hmm. that feels like a thing where it's going to be a lot of like excel sheets and stuff to just make sure and like for me in particular i even three rivers, which was 36 hours. I did liquid nutrition almost the whole time. So Ew. I won't, I don't think I'll be able to do that, Although I'm going to get close to trying. Like I'm going to make, I'm not going to do it to the point of being sick or just to make a point, but like I would like to do liquid nutrition as long as I can. Cause I don't know how your stomach doesn't growl when you do that. I'm not you. Oh, yeah. don't, don't say that to me. I know. It's <laughs> weird to think that we occupy different bodies. I don't like it. I know. It we're the same person. It's we okay. Are. It's actually, this podcast is actually just you with a split personality. I fucking knew I was fight clubbing this the, yeah, whole, you were. the whole time. <laughs> I told Annie. What a great twist that would be. She has this pile of stuff she needs to put on eBay. And I was making a checklist while at the gym on the stairmill the other day. And I legitimately went to put in, like, cell boots and microphone and was like, That's not my job to do Oh no, there's some er erosion in the fight club division of personalities (laughs) Uh, You could talk a little bit about your experience on um, your solo training mission for New Year's Eve Yeah, I I shall Um, So, like, the kickoff to my kind of training psychosis (laughs) was uh, on... New Year's Eve, I hopped in my adventure van and drove to the wilderness of Virginia and spent midnight on New Year's Eve sleeping, which I have not done that in probably 20 years. Yeah, that was my guess. Um, And uh, I woke up the next morning whenever I was ready and headed up, uh, I think, one of the uh, longest climbs on the Appalachian Trail called The Priest. And uh did it at my own pace and walked when I felt like walking and ran when I felt like running. Um another, you know, two Latanzi shout outs in one episode. I was originally looking for a solo adventure because I just felt compelled to be in the woods solo for New Year's. Uh Mark Latanzi route made a route that was like a 50K in the mountains of virginia somewhere close to where he lives and i was like eh, i'm not up for a 50k and then like close to that one of his posts on facebook was everesting on the priest climb and i was like that seems about right so it's 3,000 feet of climb and 4.3 miles oh my god yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's wild it's like being on a treadmill on an incline it's like a 13 and percent incline <gasps> for the whole thing holy it like balls. doesn't it, like, doesn't ever stop. It's wild. It's per- It's perfect, though. Um, I didn't know the intensity level of this. Yeah, so I went up to the top of the priest, and then on the backside of that ridgeline is called Crabtree Falls. It's one of the biggest waterfalls or water cascades in Virginia. Um, so went and saw the falls, then came back up over the priest, and then went down uh, to descend back to my van. And it ended up being, like, a 14-mile hike.
1: It was that's amazing awesome. and you weren't
0: so you were you sore after yes oh. I was sore um even though I definitely took my time the in it was the downhill which it's like oh, it's funny it it's always the downhill yeah oh, that, I'm not like that yeah it's like my back and my quads oh. yeah it's just the up for me my butt screams down oh, yeah. does nothing to me no it, it was down for me um so that was like 14 miles and I think it took me like seven hours and 15 minutes or something like because you know stop and sit and eat and whatever and then the next day I went on wait for a random javelina to (laughs) kill you yeah Mm -hmm. and then I went on the Greenbrier River rails to trail bike path um which is like one of the top uh rated rails to trails in the country it was beautiful it's right next to a river in West Virginia it's 77 miles long I ended up doing 30 of it My body was hurting from the hike before, and I was (laughs) like, Oh, yeah, I did 30. I feel really good about that. Wow. wow. Yeah, so doing a day of, you know, 14 miles of hiking and then going a 30 mile ride and feeling like, Oh, you know, it's really refreshing to feel like this is a thing that I enjoy doing because it's been a while. I've felt compelled to do it as something that I'm supposed to do. Like for Nationals, like I just, I can't emphasize enough how, like, intense and impactful those feelings were of like i'm gonna let down my team like fuck i'm not doing enough and just feeling like really anxious about that and it feels nice to be like oh wait this is something i forgot this is the thing that i like doing anyways mm-hmm. even when i have every option available to me i could have drank with friends i could have like gone to a party still I could you like that's still what i wanted to do was to be in the woods and that was really refreshing because it's it's been a minute since mm-hmm. i've recognized that yeah, you've been in really like OG Annie mode. Yeah. Where you, you asked me today if I would run a little bit longer than I thought we were going to run and I was like It's wow. been like it, it's been like forever since I've felt what? like that. Yeah. And I also like and before and I'm just feeling like more disciplined along with feeling more motivated, which is again, it feels good. Like we um we've done races before where we've like said the name of the race several times in order to emphasize that I, the idea of like, do the small things that you need to do every day in order for it to culminate in this big, this big, uh this big effort. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling that a lot where I'm like, Hey, like get to the gym and do the 20 minutes of weight workout in order to keep your IT band happy. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the stuff that's impactful long term. Like Yeah. I have been doing rehab prehab, which is not something that I've done regularly since I like lived on Long Street, so five, six, seven years ago. Yeah. And now I'm doing rehab prehab every single morning. Yeah. And like also that's the benefit of us having done these kind of athletic endeavors for so long. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what my trouble spot, mm-hmm. the spots are and yeah. how to keep them tuned up. Yeah. It is my left IT band. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's my shoulders. And if I do shoulder presses and high cable rows, that fixes my shoulders. And if I do steamboats and curtsy lunges, it fixes my IT band. And if I do my SI joint adjustment, it keeps me from getting hamstring tightness on my right side. Wow. That is a, Those are the very specific things. And I don't... There's nothing I'm doing much on top of that, just the things that I know keeps my body happy and working when doing these repetitive things. Yeah, bridges and what we used to call with Morgan Green clamshells to freedom. <laughs> you never actually get to freedom. No, you have to you do keep, them forever. You keep going towards, it's very Sisyphean. Yeah, clamshells forever. Yeah. God, I hate bridges and clamshells so much, but I think of Morgan Green every time I do them. Well, and it's like, the stuff that you need to do to keep your body happy is going to o- almost always be the things that you don't want to do because your body's not good at them. Yeah. Like, curtsy lunges, I do four and I feel like I'm going to barf. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm sure people at the gym are like, I hope that woman knows that she's not going to build any mass by doing those same four exercises every three days. <laughs> I do so much random garbage at the gym <laughs> that people just must be mystified by me. I mean, mine's not random, but, like, I'm sure that I'm that bitch that hogs the stairmill mill for two hours. Yeah. Uh, ours turns off after 60 minutes, so you have to get off of it. Do you only have one at your gym? Yeah. Oh, we had four. So my... What? My am I being a bitch check is I will look to see if there is another stairmill open. As long as there is one other open, I will stay on. And if there's none other open, if there's still none open in 10 minutes, then I will get off. That's very nice of you. I've been doing (laughs) classically doing this thing. I call the ADHD workout. (laughs) I do (laughs) 10 minutes uphill on the treadmill, 10 minutes of the Jacob's ladder, 10 minutes on the stairmill, and then I do 10 minutes on the bike, and then sometimes if I feel frisky, I start it over. I need you to start putting that all in one Strava <laughs> I look at your Strava, and I'm like, oh, she did eight minutes. That's weird. And then I'm like, wait, are these all on the same day, and other people's activities are in between? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> Yeah, what she's done. she's done. So, yeah, I'm going to need you to consolidate that. I call that activity I'm a spaz, and I have to make it individual every time. Fine. I'll make it one, but it makes me laugh so no, hard. No, you can make it separate, but I do wish Strava had multi sport support oh, like Garmin does, where you really can actually do the different sports. Cause I get it. I would also want different activities. but People must wonder if I'm okay. Because I get on the row machine, I do five minutes, and I get up and I'm like, oh, I hate this now. And I walk in from room to room. Then again, there are so many people who do weirder things than me at my gym. There's yeah, just... everybody's too worried about their own hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this one guy who's starting to upset me, and I might stop him. (laughs) He's listening right now. He's the one person who listens and hates us. (laughs) If I'm in the quiet, dark room on the spin bike, he does a lap around all of the exercise equipment, goes into the weights, free weights room, don't know what he does over there because he can't see it, and then does another lap. So in the time that I do a 26-minute bike ride, he's passed the window in front of me and smiled at me 12 times. And it gets to this point where I feel like I'm in Groundhog Day, but the Groundhog Days are happening too fast. <laughs> this is so Lauren specific. <laughs> you mean because it's a stupid thing that bumps into my sensibilities? Yes, yeah. Yes. I thought it was going to be so So my things tend to be like people who are like, they're doing like kettlebell swings and they're like. Changing hands in front of them And you're like, you're milliseconds away From throwing a weight through the mirror but I do it, no. I do that exercise But there's also all these new Laminated pictures that say Do not slam the weights And then there's this guy who slams the weights every morning at 6.45 yeah. And I want to rip one off Of the Velcro, take it and hold it In front of his face and just stand there Seething Yeah. It's not going to go well I've been in fights in YMCA's before And I'm not allowed to get another one Um, this revelation brought to you by no one is surprised. (laughs) Why am I so prickly? I wish that less things bothered me. I have been to Buddhist retreats. I have been to silence retreats. You have have seasons. You have seasons of irritability. Yeah, I have done yoga for 25 years. I do the breath of fire and knocking on heaven's door and quiet meditation. And if a guy walks by me twelve times, I'm gonna fucking murder him. You're kind of in a in a season of high irritability right Am now. Am I really? Yeah, it would be interesting to see. It would be interesting mm-hmm. to map that over years and see what it's tied to. It probably means that you have like an excess of vitamin C. Or yeah, something yeah, it's probably something really annoyingly stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should start tracking my uh, my danger fish level. <laughs> I mean, you just change body lotions. That'll probably that's it. it. That's that, it. That's it. It's yeah. It's vitamin C in a lotion that I'm allergic to. It makes me mean to everyone. <laughs> I didn't say you were mean. What did you say? I said highly you a season of high irritability. These are different things. Yeah, but I had a high season of irritability last summer, and last I winter. Did last summer, didn't I? If you don't remember, summer of twenty two. I think it was ramping up over the summer of 22, and definitely not the winter of 21 to 22. Oh. That was not a season of high irritability. It was just trauma and depression? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Cool times. Phew. <laughs> like, Good. Yeah, like, you have to, here's another piece of media you have to watch, is the Nick Kroll new stand-up special. He talks about getting broken up by, with from the love of his life he's just saying cool 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 very cool very cool very cool thing to hear very cool very cool and so when people give me feedback like you're kind of irritable I'm like cool 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 very cool very cool yeah, very I mean, cool thing what, to hear you know what they say the only thing that helps with irritability is being told that you're, you're... irritable <laughs> like no one ever calmed down in the history of calm down that's that's true That's true don't ever tell me to calm oh, down. Oh, I fucking won't. <laughs> and your whole hocus pocus face. <laughs> well, that was um, that was a weird smorgasbord. It's not the weirdest smorgasbord. No. Mm, yeah. Other brain dumb thoughts. I think. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep trying to manifest motivation. I'm gonna keep trying to just be active like as much as possible. Maybe that's just, like, a goal to think about for my training is taking the pressure off intensity and just being like, I'm just going to be active as much as possible, even if it's walking slowly around my neighborhood for 24 minutes. Yeah, that's really where I'm at is time on feet and consistent movement. Yeah, because also the intensity piece really stresses me out. Like, uh, again, been doing this for (laughs) a decade, being a athlete training whatever i still get really fucking nervous about pace and group runs Mm -hmm. and i still get really nervous about being able to keep up when there's one other person Mm -hmm. yeah you've been doing really good about it lately yeah i'm trying (sighs) until next time we are a bit. bath